0: little it's uh, a uh, comfort feature
1: it is uh, and we'll get into that but uh sorry we've been away uh for longer than we expected uh half of the podcast is to blame for that and i won't mention steve's name so <laughs> uh but yeah this is our uh this is our latest episode you're going to listen to for the next however many minutes we decide to talk into these microphones and yeah, this is a, this is our uh, beginning of the the Halloween season. It is a good time to to this get a, into
0: the the most wonderful time of the year. It is Halloween chillers on tap. On tap.
1: Yeah. Yeah, those classic Coors oh. ads were fucking killer, weren't they? Mhm. Man, dude, it's like a
0: no one no one fucked with Halloween the way Coors Light fucked with Halloween or Coors in general. They had Beer Wolf, they had Elvira.
1: Yeah. They had it all, man. Yeah, those cardboard cutouts and those like uh you know, like uh, liquor store uh, decorations that they had and all the cool nicknags. Liquor store
0: adverts.
1: Yeah, killer man. I mean, can't really fuck with that. Um, and we're actually like dancing with some coors tonight, so
0: Dude, better than dancing with yourself.
1: Yeah. Might as well can't dance. I looked all over the world. <laughs> Where in the fucking world is Carmen? Santiago. So, Jared, what have you been up to, man? What's up?
0: We'll get into that. Okay. Let's just get into the movie. Let's do that. We're talking about uh, the 1981 Toby Hooper film, The Funhouse. I love it. I love this movie too.
1: But before we get into anything, I just want to uh, throw out the elephant in the room with this movie.
0: Yeah, what's that I, elephant?
1: Obviously, a huge influence on House of a Thousand Corpses. Now, okay. if, now okay. just follow my just follow my like uh, my timeline here. You lay
0: the breadcrumbs down. I'll follow. Okay,
1: so like we got Toby Hooper. Obviously, uh, Rob Zombie's a huge fan of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original, mm-hmm. and then this one. And then you got the tourist trap. Yeah. So, like, I, I kind of piece this in with tourist trap as far as like the uh, aesthetic, mm-hmm. with the visuals. So I just I, I kind of get even down to the characters in this movie, right? Yeah, the four that go to eventually meet Doctor Satan and everything. Rain Wilson and I kind of I plug them into being kind of the same thing. So I'm just saying like. And House of a Thousand Corpses was the only redeemable movie, in my opinion, out of uh, Rob Zombie's entire catalog. I actually don't mind that movie, and I'm probably going to watch it this October. But uh, I, every time I fucking watch this movie, I just get that, you know, that same thing. Like, he, she was, he, you know, there was some kind of a, something pulled from this movie for that. But uh, this obviously came way before that. So
0: Yeah, I didn't give much thought into that. Um. Does it make it's sense it's, or am I crazy? I, no, I, I kind of get where you're going with that. Um, to me, House of a Thousand Corpses, which I mean, Rob Zombie himself even said, because there's really no fucking denying it, total rip on just Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, I mean, there's other uh, aspects of it in there of other stuff. I don't know. Uh, I could I could kind of see, I guess, a uh, aspect of the Funhouse with that just Carnival the, Family type thing.
1: The whole Spalding uh, introduction. With the roadside attraction,
0: I get you. I get you.
1: Ties in with this in tourist trap, and tourist trap was uh, predates this one, and this is kind of, you know, the other elephant was it was the uh, that this is a slasher film, which I disagree with.
0: Yeah, that was one. Uh, I Me and you kind of talked about. This always gets lumped in being a slasher film. I don't. I never viewed it as a slasher film. It has slasher tropes, or what became slasher tropes. It has like the version, uh, survivor, like Last Girl. Um, it in a in a way has that um, <clears throat> doomsayer person.
1: Yeah, like the prophet that. that.
0: Kind of yeah. It, well it has, yeah, it has the chick who ends up getting killed, who's like the fortune teller, mm-hmm. and it also has this like the crazy older lady who's like God's watching, that type. So it it, it, it it's eighty one, so it's before these tropes even got became a fucking thing. Yeah. Like it's like what one other movie before them that had both of those.
1: Well, this is uh, this was actually made. Uh, I hope I'm not jumping too far ahead, but I, it was actually made with the idea of adding in the um, ideals that were in the original Friday the Thirteenth.
0: So there you go. It adds up. Uh, it was it
1: was actually a pre-planned thing. Someone came to Toby Hooper like, "Hey, man, we need to have an aimed teenager movie," and I think that's how it gets lumped into the slasher game.
0: like i knew they wanted like a teenage horror movie
1: aimed at a teenage demographic like there's teenagers in peril yeah. kind of thing and then you got the you know god's watching you which is the female version of like a crazy ralph yeah uh you know whatever but yeah it it, it has all like the uh, usual suspects in the plot and characters that the slashers did at that time and the like the uh virgining yeah uh, slashers that would eventually just fucking get mass produced and millions of them came out in the eighties, but this was eighty one, and eighty one's known for like slasher movies, so I think it just got lumped in. But the, to me, this is not a slasher movie, and that's not saying it's a bad movie at all. It's just its, its own thing, man. You know?
0: Yeah, As the elements. It's just not a slasher. Yeah, though it was not really a slasher movie to me, but um,
1: so uh, Toby Hooper around this time he also did a uh, Poltergeist in my right on that
0: he did poltergeist a year or two later
1: yeah and they uh panned him pretty bad after they made this after he made this uh, saying it got lumped in with the success of like a friday the 13th or something and then he just snapped back with like a poltergeist which was so fucking accessible to a wider audience where like people that normally aren't into horror were like oh i like the poltergeist
0: well a couple okay so a couple things um firstly um Bef- like While he was doing this, supposedly, um, Spielberg tried to tap him to do E.T.
1: Yes. And he said,
0: no, because he's working on this. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, so Spielberg directed E.T., doing this, this, and fucking Poltergeist came out, which was the Spielberg-produced, Hooper-directed, which goes into, there are so many people, it's, like, debated who actually directed poltergeist mm. A lot of people claim that it was ghost directed by Spielberg that Toby Hooper didn't actually direct it that is way too good of a movie for it to be a tubo- Toby Hooper movie
1: It has a Spielberg feel it's It was big, produced a, by Spielberg It's a big It's bo- going to have that yeah. feel dude I,
0: I dude, Toby Hooper directed that fucking movie Yeah Just okay it's 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 produced by Spielberg it's going to definitely have a polish on it It's going to have that fucking look. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because
1: if you think about, like, just off the top of your head without, like, really thinking about it, Spielberg's, like, um, works Mm -hmm. from, from the past, he never did anything like The Poltergeist. No. You know what I mean? Like, he never, like, went that great imagination, awesome movies, but I, only, I Toby Hooper brought out the dark. There was like Poltergeist is a dark fucking movie. The original one's a dark fucking movie for a blockbuster. You know what I mean? It was like that movie's still great. It is, and I love it. You know, and you can say what you want about the sequels. I I enjoy like two for sure. Three's kind of whatever.
0: Three's just a drinking game for Carol Anne. <laughs>
1: yeah, pretty much. And uh, you just kind of
0: feel bad when you realize that, but you know she was dead.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, she there, died. I, I'm a huge Nancy Allen and Tom Skerritt fan, though. So, I mean, you know, it, that's where I kind of get, I'm like,
0: I don't Damn, wanna we want to go Tom Skerritt. We don't want Brad Garrett. Yeah,
1: we don't want Brad Garrett. Fuck that shit. <laughs> but, like, uh, Poltergeist, for being as successful and wide, widely released and widely accepted as it was, is a pretty dark fucking film. And I really don't think Spielberg had it in him. I mean, even you can go with your Jaws. You can go with your, you know, Whatever. Poltergeist was probably the darkest of anything he was involved in, and that was hundred percent because of Toby Hooper. I mean, his mind just <coughs> works differently, you know. So,
0: yeah, I, I I write off the people who say it was ghost directed <coughs> that yeah. Toby Hooper didn't have anything to do with it, and fucking Spielberg was the actual director. And I, fuck off! I don't I don't buy that.
1: Yeah, I definitely buy the the Steven Spielberg uh, thing less than the. uh, Stephen King and uh, Maximum Overdrive because he was out of his fucking mind on uh, narcotics and someone had to actually direct the movie and hold him up like it's a cardboard kind of cutout man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a little. Eighties was a good time for King. And time to be alive. <laughs> if you remember it, you weren't really there, dude. So uh, yeah, the Funhouse man. Um, like right off Rip, I really like. The aesthetic and the feel of this uh, movie because the acting is not bad the dialogue is not bad it's actually a pretty well put together movie presentable for someone who might not be really into horror but wants a spooky fucking movie to watch i guess
0: this movie it's okay so it's 81 but it to me it's it has like a 70s feel mm-hmm. the entire movie has a 70s feel and there's something about it like even i like, I, I don't know what it is, but there's something about it that's just totally seventies that I, I I would never if you were to just show me this movie without me not no without me knowing it, I would never guess eighties. Maybe, maybe I maybe I would have guessed eighty, but I probably would have say like yeah, probably like late seventies. I would agree with that.
1: Even down to like just the, the main four characters, like their like fashion, their look. Yeah. It's it doesn't scream eighties, it screams more of a seventies. I'm pretty sure the main dude, uh, Buzz, mm-hmm. is wearing, like, bell-bottom kind of pants.
0: Yeah, they're flaring. They're flaring a little and bit. And then
1: the other guy's wearing, like, the Sally Jesse Raphael glasses and shit. So we're talking, you know, we got, like, a Phil Donahue feel, feel with that guy. And um, and that's all irrelevant. But, yeah, I, I would agree with you on the 70s vibe with this movie, which actually is cool because it separates it from the uh, 80s, like, saturated – Norms that we got used to seeing all the movies from the 80s. It kind of pulls itself out of that fucking rut, you know? Yeah. Um,
0: the, um, a big part of this movie is the the carnival scenes, the shots, the fucking scenes in the funhouse, um, the scenes of the fucking funhouse caller. That's like a big memory to me is, first time I watched this movie is, the scenes where they're outside of the funhouse, and it's like the... the house operator mm-hmm. on the microphone that just that like it just sticks with me that, that was the one thing I remember when the first time I saw this movie was just that it just had like some reason that just fucking like resonated with me just the look of it the fucking sound is like the fucking like one speaker fucking PA does his own echo yeah like, alive 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 uh, yeah like it's just like the sound of it the, the look of it like everything about that scene is gold and the cool thing about
1: that is the the main the final girl mm. becomes entranced with each announcer she yeah. stops and she's like drawn in and they never partake in and I wanted to ask you because this is going to sound fucking stupid okay it's the same fucking guy
0: doing yeah
1: so how does that just three work?
0: barkers just three fucking callers but they're it's the same guy does the the but they the, never show three of that guy in the same scene. The magician, the strippers, or dancers, whatever, and then um, yeah, the, the, the last one.
1: because well, because like the the uh, when they go to the oddities tent, mm-hmm. that guy is the same dude announcing the funhouse with a different costume on. Yeah okay so so what's what what, what was that what, what what's going on with that
0: just the same dude playing three different characters but in but in the
1: movie how are we supposed to perceive that I'm, that's the only thing that confuses me
0: just nothing it's like okay it's just nothing because because
1: I, okay it so. is
0: literally just the same dude it's it's no different than watching from Dust till dawn and <laughs> yeah. um Cheech is playing th- three yeah. different characters. Yeah. He might have even been in the band. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, but No, because because that I was like, okay, because like uh, my brain works weird with shit. I over it moves shit. in mysterious ways. It really fucking does. And when and with that, it was like a. It's like I I can't really. Was that supposed to mean something? And that comes from me just watching way too many David Lynch movies. Like, you really gotta fucking, like, does it mean something, right? And it fucking doesn't. It doesn't. But it's the same fucking guy in a slightly, like, he's got sideburns in one. He's got a fucking top hat in another, whatever. And she, but each individual announcer, she becomes, like, fucking entranced. And she has to, like, snap out of it, or someone pulls her, like, oh, we gotta go. Like,
0: yeah.
1: And I thought that was cool because it's like, That's old school shit. You're at a carnival and someone's speaking outside the oddities and you're like, what the fuck is in there that I'm not seeing? I'll pay the $3 to see the two-headed cow. Whatever the fuck it (laughs) is, right? And
0: she's just like... (laughs) Fucking cow with a cleft lip.
1: Fucking happening. Like, you guys gotta see this. It bit me.
0: (laughs) Okay, let's talk about fucking... Okay, so the beginning of this movie, which was the last thing fucking filmed. Total rip on Halloween. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's, you cannot overlook the fact that the brother was just trying to get an eye of his fucking sister. Maybe. I've Dude, for as many times as I've seen this movie, every time I watch that scene, I'm like, there's no, no, there's nothing. Like, he, he opens the curtain, he's stabbing her, and then he starts stabbing her, and his, the knife goes, like, just above her pubic area, and he's looking <laughs> down. Like, no, dude, he's, like, just getting, like, an eye full of his fucking sister.
1: Yeah, see, the only thing that taints that for me, like, is is uh, Night of the Demons.
0: Nice tits, okay. sis. Yeah.
1: You know, it's kind of a tongue-in-cheek, like, yeah, how many times... Is, I, I, I don't go that weird route, like, that weird, like, and he's trying to, like, I guess maybe that was the case. I didn't get kind of get that. He's just a weird kid that's into Frankenstein. Just a weird kid, man. He obviously sneaks out because he wants to go to the fucking carnival. Like he's just a weird dude, man. He's like a loner, Dottie. He's like a rebel. You know. There was just a lot of, there was a
0: lot of eye time. There was, yeah. But, you know. but uh, fun note. Do you know that uh, a lot of those, like a lot of the shit in his room, like the mannequin, or not the mannequin, the French Holoquist doll, and some other shit that he has in there was fucking provided by uh, the chick who did lamb chop. Sherry Lewis. Sherry Lewis. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I did not know that. Fucking somebody uh, in the production Those are the was props friends I with. The not end. Yeah. They yeah. Just go on and on, <laughs> my friend. Someone in the hey, production was the friends up. with her. Fucking uh, they would have get a bunch of stuff to fill the room.
1: Oh, right on. Well, fucking you learn something new every day. Uh, fucking Sherry Lewis herself.
0: Sherry Lewis used to go to restaurants and order lamb chops. That's fucking horrible. Just to fuck with people. That's
1: fucking horrible, but kind of genius at the same time. Like, uh, a vegan butcher. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah. Also, um, the beginning of this movie with the, uh, you said like a total ripoff of Halloween. Obvious ripoff of fucking Psycho as well.
0: Well, yeah, where you had the shower in there, yeah. Which, yeah.
1: Classic. You can never go wrong with that. I mean, even into the fucking, uh, City and Panic, it's, it's classic shower scene. You can't it's fail safe. If it's done right.
0: There's yeah. on I mean honestly you can't do a shower scene without it be coming off like an homage to Psycho. Probably or a rip on Psycho.
1: Yeah. But I mean it's it's classic and,
0: and then you got the fucking fade the black mm-hmm. shower scene.
1: Oh yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Doesn't
0: kill her, but it's just fucking
1: <laughs> Yeah. But the yeah.
0: autograph <laughs> Dressed like fucking Dracula. <sighs> yeah. That move.
1: Movie's great. We're gonna we're gonna do that one of these yeah, days.
0: Yeah, it's been one i for a while now. I was like, oh, maybe we'll do fade to black this time. I'm like, uh, yeah, and never bring it up. Side note, guys, I'm a huge
1: fucking fan of fade to black, and I'm way late to the game on that one. But man, that's a fucking that's a nugget that's in there, man. Um, so yeah, this uh, this and I and and from the beginning of the movie, I totally dig that the parents are watching fucking Bride of Frankenstein, dude. Mm-hmm. It's so fucking cool that the mom is clearly swilling a stiff drink watching Bride of Frankenstein preaching to her daughter what she should and shouldn't do. I mean, isn't that America, dude? That is is portrait of an American family. God damn it, I got my lunchbox. (laughs) I'm armed real well. And the dad's cool as fuck, you know. He's like hanging out, like, "Hey, don't look at me, pal. I gotta live with her later on." (laughs) When they
0: fucking come and pick up the kid, the mom's all comes across drunk to me. Yeah, well, she was. That's what I mean.
1: (laughs) Yeah, her. There was not a lot of. uh, You couldn't really see through the liquid in the glass, so this leads me to believe that that's a stiff ass drink. And the dad's cool as fuck. And then when she calls to say she's gonna stay the night later on. She's like, can you put Dad on the phone? Like, yeah, she already knows who she's got to deal with. And she knows the
0: parent that she's going to get the yes from.
1: Correct. So uh, awesomeness. But uh, yeah, they're watching Bride of Frankenstein, and then the weird kid that's like obsessed with like Universal monsters and shit. Totally cool. I love that. Yeah, I fucking always love that, man. So, and then we get to the carnival, and uh, I dig the whole like uh, like smoking pot, kind of fucking like going to the carnival, like. Classic man, because you know um, that's just the way shit was done back then.
0: Dude, I don't know if you if you have the same experience as I do, but I remember being a kid and all like the the church schools, Catholic schools around would have festivals, carnivals every year. So it was like Saint Pascal, Saint Alfred, Cabrini.
1: Taylor had like fucking eight of them going at once at like back yeah. in the
0: day. Well, St. Pascal's, where I went through elementary school, always had one. It was a banger. Alfred's was <clears> the <throat> like bigger one, but On it was Tally? also in Taylor off Telegraph. Yeah. Oh,
1: man. I mean, big fucking Ferris. We not miss
0: up, it. Huge ones, dude. But yeah. it has that same <clears throat> fucking feel where it's like, as a younger kid, like being like, at the time when I was going to him, I was like, what, middle school? Elementary school? Mm hmm. You know where they're set up. They're set up in the fucking same field you have recess in. But you add all those tents, all those rides, and make that big part of the field a parking lot. All of a sudden, it's different It's when you add floodlights and shit. Oh, so you're walking behind the tents, and it just has this different feel to it. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, you're not supposed to be back here. It's yeah. a fucking – you have recess here all the time. But yeah, it's the same fucking, fucking feel. It sells like it, – it, it's a fucking <clears throat> carnival. It has – that's exactly what fucking carnivals were.
1: Yeah, it definitely uh they they definitely nailed the the uh, the carnival experience. Even like the weird
0: like the weirdness of it, yeah. The coolness of it. It's all there. Dude, not to like I just thought of this one thing. <laughs> it was probably like 16, 17 went to was going to one of those carnivals in like a Taylor neighborhood. You know like taylor streets you have cars parked on both sides only one car can go down oh they're yeah. not super wide streets okay oh, so i'm coming down a side street going to try to get to where we're going to park for this thing and a car facing me that's parked on the side and i'm coming up the street <clears throat> open their door i just kept going <laughs> okay. so they threw their door open i hit their fucking door and slammed it shut at them the girlfriend at the time was like you just fucking hit their car I'm like, yeah, dude. They threw the door open, and like, right as I got to them. I'm not yeah. gonna slam my brakes on. Hopefully, they didn't have their leg out of their car.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, like those those straight streets off of uh, Goddard when the Heritage Park fucking oh, fire. Oh fuck yeah, man. Yeah, right, dude. You had a new. You had to know someone that lived over there, so you could like park in their fucking twelve car driveway. That was like, like off a, those like uh, they weren't dirt roads; they were paved, but they used to be dirt roads, you know. Like, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and then the, you, there was like a hole in the fence <laughs> where you could go back. in it.
0: back then, man, that was like if oh. you had a spot off of uh, Party Road, yes, just past Goddard, mm-hmm. where they blocked off the street. Throw fucking party! Oh, some people did. Well, I remember did. one dude building a stage and had bands play shit music always. But I'm oh like, yeah. man if I was my age now or even like a little bit younger and owned a house there and they still did Taylor fucking festival was still what it was yeah I'd be throwing a fucking
1: rager oh yeah
0: I'd be like booking bands like
1: come on let's play this fucking party they, they used to have fucking backyard hardcore wrestling and shit back then my my buddy James mm-hmm. what the fuck street was that uh, I'm, I'm not trying to get off track but he lived on uh, it, was right, it was right over there it starts with a B it like uh over by Tormino's Pizza and, like, fucking off of Goddard. It's like, man, I keep wanting to say Blanca, but it's not...
0: I know what you're talking about. It's like Blanca. Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: Uh, something like... He lived on that street, which was, like, dead set in the middle. And, dude, I remember one time we were walking up and there was, like, these kids in a backyard breaking fucking, like, glass bottles over each other's head. It was, like, hardcore wrestling. It was, like, definitely some <laughs> amateur shit, but, like, we had to stop and watch it. It was, uh, like, uh, I guess Strangle Mania was big at that time. Okay, it was yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. the whole ICP, like, deathmatch wrestling shit, and they were trying to do that. And I was like, we, we watched it for, like, ten minutes, and then we were like, all right, man, we got to go. Like, but, yeah, these, to, to, to add to that, yeah, people would set up stage. It was a big fucking deal. And, like, with this movie, when you actually get to the carnival, that we the ones we used to go to, it was pretty much the same thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, you know, you had the Gravitron. But in like Funhouse it was the cobra. It was the big fucking, you know, and then you got the salt and pepper shakers and shit. Like
0: Dude, you know, okay, so the, the ride they, they they show it in the movie where it's almost like the fucking octopus looking with the cart spinning. And then one's always going fucking haywire. They fucking left that thing on for like thirty minutes. Really? With people on it fucking like throwing up and shit and they got off there all fucking like disjointed in, in the movie and yeah and while while filming yeah they left the fucking thing going there's for like scene, 30 minutes dude. Dude, there's a
1: scene where it like it's basically stopping but the one fucking cart is you just, always get that
0: and uh, as a kid you looked for the cart that was gonna fucking <laughs> whip you around you're like i want that cart god like fucking king something like the fucking there was like i can't remember the name of like all the fucking carnival rides, but there's like you know, the other one. Yeah, you, you always look for the fucking one that was. This one looks like it's always fucking spinning. Get that one.
1: Yeah, well, the gravitron was always a classic. Like the UFO, that's always a classic. That was never my jam, dude. I was my favorite one, and I've seen so many people puke. And the cool thing about that ride right, is when you puke, it goes right back in your own face. Mm, fuck off. Because it, it, you're stuck to the wall and it slides up, and I seen a dude puke and it came right back. I'm like, dude. <laughs> Holy shit, man. Like.
0: <laughs> I was at one where... Uh, what the fuck was this ride? It was like a... I think it was like meant for kids. But me and uh, my friend Lisa got on it. We were like in like eighth grade. And it's like this apple. Oh, yeah. And you get inside and you have a wheel. And you spin this wheel and that wheel spins you. Well, I'll take two eight- eighth graders who just fucking spin it non-stop dude you start like whipping around It's
1: the old school like uh, little tykes like sit and spin
0: kind of yeah <laughs> to the point where you're spinning so fast for big kids you're kind of getting pulled back but you're trying to stay and spin it classic dude dude yeah. by the time you got off you're so fucking dizzy yeah <laughs> like fuck out of here it's like yeah. meant for like little kids is like method out dudes like yeah get the fuck out of there I don't give a fuck
1: yeah <laughs> yeah the carnivals were cool as fuck man but this one See, we never had, like, a haunted attraction,
0: though. Yeah, we never had, uh, the ones by us never had the, uh, the haunted house type thing, the fucking fun house. Yeah. I've been the ones with them, actually. I have, too. But the ones that came through regularly by us
1: didn't have that shit. No. I'm trying to think, uh, I'm trying to think there was a, uh, yeah. I mean, sometimes you'd have some kind of a weird cart thing where they, you know, it's always they bump into each other when you're done and like, it's like see the gotta,
0: ones uh, the one I went to didn't have any of the carts it had like the, uh, the ones you kind of like walk through and, you, and it always ended up like the tunnel where it's spinning yeah disjoints you while you're walking and then the fucking some other thing and then part of it's house of mirrors and then part of it's something else but low ceiling yeah regarding. like it's yeah. nothing like this
1: no it'd be sick though if we had something like that you know what I mean? like a fun house fucking horror ride there's a, actually a ghoulie. One of the ghoulies has a ride like that. Where the ghoulies are, like, running wild in, like, the haunted ride. And that's it's a classic, like, classic. It wasn't the college one. It was, I think it was two. And, you know, the ghoulies would shoot that slime or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the two cats are making out. The two people are making out. And they shoot the slime and they get stuck to each other. And they can't fucking... Oh, I can't remember that. <laughs> yeah. It's been so long since I've seen that movie. Yeah, the, the ghoulies are running wild in a carnival and shit. Yeah, so killer, dude. But, uh... Yeah, you know, and I, I was so disappointed when the kid walks up to the uh, one of the concessions with the bag of change. I'm, I was, like, hoping he's going to buy an elephant ear, and he doesn't. He buys tickets to get on the fucking carousel. And I'm like, dude, really, man? And he's like, have you seen uh, two guys and two girls on a double date? Like, what am I, a fucking a psychic? <laughs> it's like... I'm, like, hoping he's buying an elephant ear, because he's got to have one of those, right? You know, like...
0: It's definitely necessary for I mean, going to a fun carnival. The, those were the
1: jam. Fucking elephant ears.
0: But, uh, yeah. Yeah, so they end up at the carnival. The little brother ends up following him. Yep. And, um... So, yeah, so they get the, they, they get the scheme of we can crash here. We can just kind of stay the night. Yep. We just got to hide out. And that's when they, uh get in the fucking rafters of a trailer and witness the dude who's running the carts for the funhouse trying to hook up with the fortune teller.
1: Yeah. that went south. And the
0: whole time he's wearing, like, Frankenstein's monster mask Mm -hmm. with gloves so you don't get a good look at him. Mm -hmm. And that just fucking, like, flips a switch once
1: there's a buildup though there's, there's build an up. awkwardness about him throughout that whole buildup to that is. So like something's he, off about this guy
0: yeah he's fucking like trying to hook up with this chick and he's not fucking doesn't really talk more so making noises and he like finishes before she even gets started yeah. with him she's like yeah don't get whatever and he tries getting his money back and she's like it's not my fault Yes, so my fault you can't control yourself. <laughs> yeah.
1: and she just gets fucking dusted, dude.
0: <laughs> fucking chokes her out and puts her into a fucking electrical box.
1: Yeah, she she's she's done, dude. Saying so like, "Whoa, oh, fuck." And the and and then in comes the father. Oh yeah, yeah, who yeah. Who is the three people I was mentioning? The announcers.
0: Well, here's the, the there's a there's a, a kind of an important spot before that though. Okay. So he leaves, and she's just there, and they're like, we need to get the fuck out of here. Let's just leave. We need to leave. We just saw him fucking kill this chick. We need to leave. Yes. So they go to leave, and the door they try to exit out of is fucking chained shut, but their one greedy friend is like, I'm going to make sure she's dead. With His plan was to get the cash box and get the fucking money. Right. So he goes to the cash box, grabs the money, and then they're like, well, the door's chained shut. We can't leave. And that's when him and the fucking dad come back in and they have to go back upstairs. So then the dad comes in. And that kind of is a big deal because that's what kind of gets shit kind of going. Like segues into like... Yeah, because they... they're At this point, now they're all looking up from the upstairs still and it's all business as usual for the most part. Like, yeah, you killed this person. Why the fuck... It's, It's part of the family could have got you one of those dancers for like 20 bucks right that's when they realize all the money's missing from the cash box
1: yeah that that's the red flag where they're like "Okay." and that's
0: when he's like i'm gonna fucking kick your ass and he starts hitting himself and then he rips the fucking mask off yeah. and it's that great scene of just him like yelling the first glance oh it's so good yeah Fucking so good. The the initial fucking, like, him ripping that mask off and just that first, like, the, the angle of it, the noise, like, the way he's fucking moving is fucking
1: top shelf. Yeah, and what makes that that scene, that very moment, so great is because when this movie came out, the only thing you had to go on was artwork and ads. And none of that was ever right so you had to no, that extent you you had the one ad where it was
0: just the mouth it's like yeah groups. but i
1: mean that doesn't even do justice yeah. to in real time seeing the no yeah you are not you're not ready for that shit right i mean you get the fucking clown on the front the you know fun house it's like at that time run of the mill slasher you get in there you pay your fucking money and then this happens and you're like this is not what i expected but in a good way cuz that fucking like you said that scene dude Nothing like that has really... Like, it's it's very rare that you get something that just catches you off guard like that. You know, it's just like, holy shit, what the fuck is... It? Adding up, like, building up to that. And it's just so tense before that happens. Yeah. It's such a tense fucking environment. And it's just like, shit could hit the fan at any time, and then the fucking mask comes off, and you're like, Jesus Christ. Like, fucking... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's great. Like, that's what... It, you know, it's a staple for this movie. Like, these burned in your head like when you see it for the first time it's like damn okay cool so yeah that happens and then uh eventually you you're like well this this fucking guy's really not right because he's some kind of a mutated fucking something I'm, I'm 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 trying to figure out if that was like uh they're getting at it's a result of like an incest thing or like what what is that dude yeah I'm not sure actually that's I mean I, they don't really explain that, but he's pretty much like, like a mongoloid, I guess, or something like. I they never really explain it, but yeah. he's fucking menacing looking. It's a fucking menacing sight to see this fucking
0: guy, right? So, dude, I want to say okay. So the the way they the the kids or whatever you want to call them get discovered, this homeboy's fucking leaning over watching and drops a lighter out of his shirt pocket. Fucking idiot. You know, I don't wear a lot of uh, button-ups with chest pockets. Do do, do people fucking put shit in those pockets?
1: Back then, they must have.
0: That's like people putting shit in hoodie pockets and expecting it not to fall out.
1: Yeah, correct.
0: Because I know that shit's fucking falling out. (laughs)
1: Yeah, but at this point, he had already cleared about three or four fucking joints. Yeah. And it's pretty late. Carnival's closed down, so it's definitely after midnight at this point. (laughs) And they're ready to crash out. I you know, I'm just trying to think of a logical explanation why you put a fucking lighter in a shirt pocket and then lean forward on all fours expecting things to just work out for you.
0: I don't even care about the leaning. Like why are you putting something in your shirt pocket? I get dressed up and go to a wedding, nothing goes in my shirt pocket.
1: Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, judge it from like... <laughs> I don't you know, give a fuck, man. You know, the old school uh, cats when I was a kid, like the adults used to keep their fucking Winstons in their shirt pocket with their lighter. It was just kind of a thing you did. We, we were talking about that earlier. Like the aesthetic of reaching in your fucking pocket to get fucking anything Fucking like denim out. jacket yeah, pocket, Yeah, you, you know what I mean? You're like fucking, you know, you're one of the members of the T-Birds. You know, <laughs> whatever, I guess. I mean, whatever works for you. But uh, yeah,
0: so that happened. Two tight dance. pants and a lavender comb.
1: G.I.J. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> that was a fucking rich moment in my life, and no one listening to this is going to have any idea where that came from. That's, that's better, just man. for Keep me, Jay. That's just for that's just for us. Keep them guessing. Yeah, stays at the table. Almond <laughs> amaretto's all night. Triple double. <laughs> stays at the table. So yeah, uh, (laughs) so that's what kickstart the lighter kickstarts the whole fucking pretty much yeah. It just because fucking gas before
0: that scene. It's all fucking like it's just noise and ruckus and fucking masks getting torn off, fucking creatures being like shown and Mm -hmm. holy fuck, like and then all of a sudden the lighter drops and it's like silent, Mm -hmm. and it's totally it's like a switch. Yep.
1: Then everything comes full circle. Then dad knows something's up, dude. Yeah. Someone's in the fucking, yeah. Which is just tension. It's just ten- like here we walk and go. I'm you not guys aren't you incognito to do. anymore, man.
0: I'm not asking you to do anything you haven't done before.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's that such that whole fucking scenario is so fucking just tense. Very tense moment. So now we got fucking four young people on the run in a carnival attraction with some fucking crazy carnies
0: and a creature that know you're in there. Dude, one of my... That that honestly, one of my favorite scenes in this whole fucking movie is right after all that, and now they're all trying to get out, and they're in the funhouse, and then something, one of the funhouse attractions fucking come out like a skeleton or whatever, and, like, just the noose drops down and grips the homeboy up by his fucking neck, and they just lift him up. Oh,
1: God. That's almost s- like a Suspiria. S- Such
0: a good fucking scene. Yeah. Because it's like a BAM, like, pops out and startles everybody, and then they just drop the noose down, and they look back, and their friends, not, not just hanging there, but just getting pulled up. Like, you yep, know, yeah. he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's fucking out of here, man. Yeah,
1: you couldn't help him if you tried. It was fucking. It's so fucking violent, too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like holy, get over here! Yeah, it's uh it's pretty. Uh,
0: that is seriously one of my favorite scenes in this whole movie. Yeah, it's pretty fire,
1: dude. Random thought: mm-hmm. the guy with the glasses that drops the lighter. Yeah, is he in Chopping Mall?
0: That is a good random thought. I'm not sure.
1: He looks just like the dude that was uh, the love interest of. Kelly Maroney in... I don't think it's him. Okay, no. Maybe it's just
0: the... No, I don't think it's him. Okay.
1: I, I don't know why that just popped in my head. He looks just like the dude that they're trying to set up with Kelly Maroney yeah. and shit. Okay, so anyway. Um, I probably should have looked that up before. <laughs> <laughs> it's just in my head I'm visualizing that dude and I'm like, wait a minute. That's the dude that like, you know...
0: I don't think it is. Maybe I'm wrong. The no, I no, know it probably
1: isn't. Yeah, that was just the look back then, I guess. Um, so, yeah. So, Homeboy gets hung. Like, just straight strung up and hung. And now we have three. Three survivors running loose in this fucking haunted attraction. And then shit just kind of like, uh, kind of cat and mouse.
0: Yeah, it was pretty uh, textbook from there.
1: Yeah. There's a, there's kind of a... Just a... Like a... A filler area where it's just kind of like roaming around this fucking thing and then it, it definitely fucking kicks it up a notch once, you know, people start getting located and, you know...
0: Yeah, like, uh... Her fucking parents show up and pick up the brother. Yeah. Because he gets found by one of the carnies. And, uh... She's trying to call for her parents, but the fan that she's yelling through is obviously... Not helping. Yeah, that motor's fucking gonna kill out all of that. That's the Tango and Cash fan. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that whole moment, like, of oh my god. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Backtrack for three seconds. The 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 brother, the little kid. Yeah. The f- the, the pickup truck that fucking stops him. Yeah. What a fucking creepy scene that is. Oh, I forgot
0: that. Because about you think that, it's yeah.
1: going one way, and then it goes a completely different direction. I'm like,
0: dude was... Pulled out the fucking rifle? You need a
1: ride? Click, click. Like, what the fuck is going on? And the kid just like, boom, he's a phantom. Disappears into the night. And that dude's just laughing his ass off. Like, is that how you get your kicks? You just like, legit, he seriously
0: was just like, I'm going to fuck with this kid.
1: Yeah, but who the fuck does
0: that? Like Someone who drives around with a fucking gun rack in their truck.
1: Ah oh man. Like, read a book or something, dude. He owns
0: a gun, and probably many guns, that to would necessitate, necessitate the rack.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably. But the scary thing is, a guy like that has a gun rack. <laughs> and that guy's clearly off his fucking rocker, dude. <laughs> and that poor kid, dude. See, like people don't realize, like, this is a movie. It's scripted. The kid did his part, but in real life, I don't care who you are, that kid is scarred for fucking years. If something like that happens, that's not cool. Because not, not only is it a stranger danger moment, there's a fucking shotgun pulled on you after that. <laughs> we're not fucking Johnny Fonz fucking bump the jukebox, music starts playing cool with a leather jacket on. Hey, no, we're Ben Affleck. Did you hear a fucking shotgun on my ass? Like, he's that dick in high school that's like, fucking pulled a shotgun on my ass, dude. That happened like eight years ago. Yeah,
0: fuck that guy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's fucking crazy shit.
1: I don't care, dude. I swear to God, dude. Hey, Carl
0: like, Mitch. <laughs> catch you around. Uh, fucking pulled a shotgun on my ass.
1: Dude, if my fucking nephew, who's 13, comes to me in the um, upcoming Thanksgiving and says, yeah, so a pickup truck rolled up and a guy asked me if I needed a ride and I got fucking weirded out because he's a stranger and then he just pulled a shotgun on me, racked it and pointed it at me so I ran off. I'd be like, wait a minute. Backtrack. What? <laughs> this is some crazy shit. So there's my three seconds of backtracking. This just a fucking weird scene. <laughs> doesn't fit, doesn't belong, doesn't mean anything, doesn't fucking... <laughs> That's how bananas, like, this movie can be at times. So, fast forward. Now we got um, the three the three people running loose. People start getting located. Uh, and then we have a death. The next death would be...
0: Was it the chick? It's the girl in the fucking...
1: The other, the, like, not the final girl, the other one. Yeah, in the yeah. vent. In the vent, yeah. Yeah, and, and dude, and... Uh, dude. I know we're like bouncing all over the place, but the final girl dude, that whole Siskel and Ebert thing, you know, uh Siskel and Ebert gave this like thumbs up. Like, Siskel loved,
0: fucking loved it. Loved it. This was actually a big Siskel's review kind of had supposedly had to do with him getting the poltergeist thing. Uh role. But I feel if Spielberg was already tapping him to do E. T., he was already on Spielberg's radar. So Siskel and Ebert liking or not liking this movie I feel had zero to do with him getting poltergeist yeah
1: it doesn't doesn't hurt though yeah I mean Cisco gives a horror movie a thumbs up then it's there's, that's they gonna were, put more asses those in
0: fuckers seats. were all over the map but the ones they liked and didn't like
1: but this one wasn't gratuitous and gore and violence
0: they would like one and then another one would come out pretty much similar and then they would hate it because it was similar yeah,
1: yeah. In 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 the inconsistency, because like they didn't like the,
0: the Halloween was upbeat. <laughs> Remember, they, it was upbeat. Everything they, else is downbeat. Ebert,
1: who was even more of a stickler than Siskel was, loved Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two. He's like, dude, this is, and I'm like, there's not there's no movie from that decade that had more blood and more insanity than those movies, and he loved them. But you're gonna shit on like. Friday the Thirteenth, or shit,
0: like, t- shit all over every Friday the Thirteenth,
1: or any slasher for that matter.
0: Shit over anything other than like Halloween one.
1: They liked Jaws. <laughs> I don't know. Like yeah, it's just they liked uh, Dream Warriors, or one of them did. I think Gene did. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, it's just fucking yeah. They were they were all over the map. But they uh, Siskel wasn't the only one that gave this one. A, Positive review. Pretty much all of the either you got an average or above average positive reviews. I, I read like the New York Times, like just, just saying how good like Toby Hoover pulled it off. It broke out of that Texas Chainsaw Eating Alive like straight, like where he was going. Like oh, this flipped it. And then you got the Poltergeist. It led him into a get open the door. This was the segue into. What he would do later on, and uh, they were—they were pretty much right. I mean, you know, Poltergeist was probably one of his most successful films that I think he was involved in, and that was right after this. So,
0: yeah, yeah, and the fact that. that
1: this was at the time lumped in as a slasher and presented as just a run-of-the-mill horror movie, but it had so much more to offer than a body count. At that time, people were like, "Well, this guy might have a little bit more than just," you know, so it opened doors for shit like the Poltergeist but no absolutely yeah he was a killer director dude I mean fucking Toby Hooper I, mean, I, I don't need to fucking go on that but that dude's fucking he shit's even like *Eaten Alive is fucking incredible for a low budget movie I fucking love that movie the uh not the cannibal Eaten Alive the, his *Eaten Alive not Lindsay's yeah yeah but uh okay so other chick dies now we're down to,
0: is it Buzz and? I think so. Yeah, at that point, yeah, it's just those two, it's yeah. the last two. Yeah, the last two. And pretty much you, you you, pretty much know where it's going at that point. Oh yeah. You know who's living and who's dying.
1: Yeah, I mean even then. Yeah, I,
0: I don't think at that point they started throwing like curveballs the in there. Yeah, no, where you started getting like the two of them would survive. At this point, it was you knew who was fucking giving, living and dying.
1: Okay, so yeah, if at that point, even in, in 81, when shit was still kind of new and just becoming a thing, there's two people left. There's the one chick that refused to smoke pot on the way to the carnival, didn't want to go to the carnival, wanted to listen to her dad, and didn't feel the vibes of staying the night in the funhouse. And was saving it. And the other person left alive has been smoking pot since the beginning, didn't knock on the door to pick up his date, honked the horn until she came out, (laughs) dissed her dad within five seconds of her being in the car, and cut a slit into the tent to watch go-go dancers. He's fucking dead, dude. The guy's going to die. We all know what's going to happen. Buzz, and his name's fucking Buzz. Come on, dude. Woof. (laughs) Yeah. Buzz, your girlfriend. I'm taking your life savings. You better come out and pound me.
0: So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The inevitable happens. Yep. Bye-bye, Buzz. But it's like fucking... And then... um, Yeah, fucking bam. Just her. She ends homeboy's life. Yes. That whole, like... Her at the end.
1: With all the shit popping up. And just the fucking... Just like... The way that shot is so manic and like fucking anxiety inducing. I couldn't imagine seeing it like it's a brand new movie and you're seeing it in a theater full of people. And just with like the noose and the fucking like you know what I mean? And then yeah. the fan scene and like like dude that whole like last fuck. It's cool, dude. It's cool. Yeah it's so like it's like a quick quick shot. Uh fucking just bam 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 like Really it's a good nice crescendo at the end of this movie.
0: And then it ends with basically the fat lady singing. It's a fucking big laughing lady. Who was kind of um thread throughout the movie. Yeah, they've shown her a few times throughout. Which is
1: uh uh maybe symbolic for movies over the fat lady singing. Yeah. And then your classic Toby Hooper, final girl, covered in blood, fucked up, <laughs> sunlight's <laughs> coming up, Marilyn Chambers. Oh, yeah. Maybe. I, I just totally connected with the final girl looking at the funhouse. Hysterical, almost crying but not. Caked in, like, sweat and weird fluids and, like, looking like she'd just seen hell and being like, Toby Hoover. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All she needs to do is jump in the back of a fucking Datsun pickup truck and laugh. And then roll credits, but that didn't happen. But, yeah. Classic Toby Hooper, man. So, yeah, man. Funhouse, awesome movie. Yeah, yeah. Awesome, awesome movie.
0: Really good feel to it. Um,
1: I think this is a great October movie, too.
0: It is. It really is. Especially, like, yeah, beginning of fall.
1: Great. And it doesn't, uh, at least in, in my experience, doesn't get brought up enough.
0: It doesn't get brought up a lot, honestly.
1: No, it, it, it kind of flew under the radar for a long time for me, and then you, like, almost like Hell Knight did. Then you go back and you watch it, and you're like, this is a great fucking movie. Like, it's not, you know, going to break any barriers. It's not reinventing the wheel by any means, but it's a fucking great horror film. Yeah. No sequels, a standalone movie. Not bad acting, good plot. And this one's light on blood and guts and gore. It's just for a years. very creepy, eerie kind of an atmosphere. Excellent, dude. I highly recommend it, and uh, especially for an October watch, I think this would be good. And if anyone has the Peacock streaming network, it's on there. <laughs> Just to let you know, uh, I got a physical copy of it, but yeah, it's on there. It might be on Tubi as well. I, I can't remember, but oh,
0: yeah. One last uh, tidbit that I think I had on this movie was um, so there was a novelization for it.
1: I did see that.
0: It, it was. It was written by Dean Koontz, Really? Under the... Uh, what the fuck did he write it under? Owen West. He wrote in the name Owen West. Owen Alias? Yeah. And because of, like, the production of the movie getting held up, the book ended up getting released before the movie. So originally really? everybody thought that it was a movie based off of the book. Mm. When it was actually, like, the movie the was coming out and the book was written, like they did with they used to fucking do. And I think they still do to a degree with some movies.
1: Like a paperback of the movie? Yeah. Stephen King was synonymous with the, like Christine the, the, the novel. Which was like a slight variation of the vision he had for the particular story that he was trying to tell.
0: Like shit. There's all like what Halloween, Black Christmas, fucking so many goddamn movies that had novelizations written. And then they, some of those spun off with Side stories and shit. Like, side stories are, like, another other books based off of the original one. Mm-hmm. Like, Halloween was up to, like, a handful. Yeah. Friday the 13th had a bunch.
1: Yeah, the one guy that did part six had, like, his dad come. Like, Jason's dad was, like, the caretaker at the grave. It's in the one. comic, too. Yeah, and that, too, which was a spinoff from, like, his original. Yeah. People
0: bringing that up as a... If they were to make another sequel, like, bring Jason's dad into it. yeah. At this point, and he fuck was the it, he, he was the old drunk like caretaker. I don't think you could fuck up that franchise anymore. Fuck it, do it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I'd rather see that than a found footage. I'm glad that died in the water. Yeah, me too. No pun intended. <laughs> um, oh, and one more thing, and then we'll move on from Funhouse. This movie was almost a video nasty.
0: Yeah, there was some uh, some meddling going on there.
1: Last house on Dead End Street.
0: Yes, alternate title for that was The Fun House. The Fun
1: House. And this got mistaken for that. And Last House on Dead End Street, I believe, was a video nasty. Yes. And this was considered to be lumped in with that because of the alternate title, and this was The Fun House. And then someone watched it like, why is this banned? Like, this is not... (laughs) You know, And then everything was fixed and everything was cool, but like it almost became a video nasty, which is just comical in itself. So we all know the story yeah. about that whole fucking spiel that happened. But yeah, so I just want to throw that in there. It almost was a video nasty. It almost was banned and burned and fucking censored and fucking all that bullshit because it was mistaken for Last House on Dead End Street, which is an amazing fucking movie.
0: It absolutely is. It's, we did that like 10 episodes ago. Yeah. That's a
1: rich film, dude.
0: Love that movie. Yep. So, I just actually was going through. I fucking came across a picture of a uh, from one of the old horror hounds. I'm with the um, Chiodos brothers, oh, holding yeah. the fucking ray gun in my hand. Is uh, TOTAG's Tags release of Last House on Dead End Street, like their anniversary edition VHS?
1: Hell yeah! The clam? Yeah. Yeah. I remember. I was there. I was there with you. I remember when you got that.
0: I think that was Sunday, dude. We were partying the fuck out, man. Fuck.
1: Like Johnny from fucking jail.
0: I need I some fucking water and a, a salad. <laughs> yeah, a salad. <laughs>
1: Three days of sleep and maybe a Bible. I don't fucking know, man. I'll see you guys.
0: Nothing but beer and pizza for the whole week we and we go got Sunday like, morning. He's like we need water and a salad. This <laughs> guy was many years our junior too.
1: Like, man, if you're all uh, fucking tapped out now, man. We're kind of uh a older than you, bud. <laughs> Welcome to Thunderdome, Johnny. <laughs> I think he'd do much better now. I think he would too. But, uh, what's up, Johnny? <laughs> you What's up, dude? Also, a uh, guy that listens to our show, um, what the fuck is his name? I'm sorry, I'm Cody, cool. uh, the husband of a uh, friend of ours. Oh, Will. yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: Cody, I can't remember his last name. Uh, he, uh... Nine Cody? Mel yes. Cody? Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: there was a story posted on Instagram of him organizing his movies, and he's got some pretty fire movies. Yeah? Yeah. I've seen Stage Fright in there. So holler holler Fuck to that yeah, If man. he's listening, man. I just happened to catch like um a snippet of a story that uh Lowe kind of like filmed you like, like dude. What are you doing? Like I'm organizing movies. We don't have any more room for movies. Why are you doing that? Because I like movies? And I'm just looking at the movies like Stage Fright. So he's on he's on he's on the good shit. So that's a awesome. better
0: dude. Stage Fright is legit one of my favorite movies. I, it's
1: probably your favorite movie. Well, I love that movie. Yeah, I know you do. It's it's a good one. So not a giallo.
0: No. I don't know why people keep saying that. Well oh, everything's a giallo, it's now. just a, just because it's from Italy Doesn't make it a giallo. It's a fucking slasher.
1: Oh, yeah. uh, 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 Bay of Blood's not a giallo either. Sorry to bring it to you, folks.
0: Sorry. (laughs) We might have differing views on that.
1: Bay of Blood is a slasher with giallo. Bay of Blood's a fucking
0: giallo that basically kickstarted the American slasher.
1: But I don't think Twitch of the Death Nerve, the movie, has the classiness of a... some of the Jellos at that time.
0: No, it's, it's more, totally different style. To it's it. like a
1: like you're in the woods.
0: It doesn't have the fucking uh, th- the high fashion. That's what I mean. Italy yeah. fucking Coffee. glam to it. Yeah, it's definitely jello, the though. The
1: stuff that like Argento would do in years after that, and even some of the stuff before that had a like a nice glossy finish.
0: Don't ig- ignore <clears throat> that Halloween Friday the Thirteenth exists. Okay, and look at Bay of Blood.
1: I guess it's just like... I, I know what you're saying. That makes sense.
0: Like it is. It was the precursor. It was like, I'm going to do a Giallo, but I'm going to do this. Which, the this that they added, ended up becoming what would become American Slashers. Yeah. American Slashers took that shit and fucking ran with it. Cunningham saw that movie and took fucking everything from it. Yeah. And peppered it into like the first two Friday 13s. Yeah. I just...
1: Yeah, I'm just jaded when it comes to giallos because I'm looking for, like, a a nice color palette.
0: Oh, dude. Like, a lot of those have, like, it's very slick. It's very, like, it's really high fashion. It's very <clears throat> fucking, like, jet setter with, like, black glove killers. And basically, all Bay of Blood is is take every other aspect of a giallo and move it from the city and move it to a fucking the woods in a bay. Yeah. And there's like eight fucking killers.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I just, maybe it's just... It's sp-
0: a proto, I would say, it's a giallo that slash proto slasher.
1: It's almost like you could fucking say the same thing about Black Christmas, though. Like,
0: well, Black Christmas is looked at as a fucking proto slasher. And actually, a lot of people do say that Black Christmas has a lot of giallo elements. That's
1: what I'm saying. It falls into that weird, like, New York Ripper. I've considered it to be a slasher, but it's kind of a giallo, too. It's like...
0: New York Ripper is just a very fucking mean spirited, sleazy, jello. Yeah, yeah.
1: For and sure. I think at that yeah. point,
0: by the time New York Ripper came out, it was at that point of slashers were out. Yeah. Fucking, he's making a fucking. At that point, there was like this weird muddled line, where now you got to kind of amp up. You're making a jello, and you want to make it mean spirited, make it angry. You're basically crossing into slasher realm. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, Tenebrae is so cold-hearted as well. I mean, those kills are fucking, like... Some of those kills are, like, super fucking cold-hearted. I mean, not only are you dying and you know you're dying and you're bleeding from the throat from a straight razor cut, but you're getting fucking paper shoved down your fucking throat at the same time. (laughs) And there's fucking blood everywhere. I mean, they did not hold... You know what I mean? But it's not... It's like a slasher, but it's a jello. And then you turn to something as sleazy and as over the top as, say, like Maniac. It's not a jello, it's a slasher. Yeah. I think that's where I hovered because I'm such a big slasher fan, but I also love jellos too. But I like when they, like, blur those lines a little bit like that.
0: There's there's a lot of jellos that definitely blur that line.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of slashers that do too. Yeah.
0: There's, well, yeah, there's shit. You can look at, um, like
1: eyeball is a fucking
0: jello to me. It is. It, well, it is.
1: It's it's got a template of a slasher, but I consider that to be a jollo way more. Eyeball than... is
0: one hundred percent a jello. Yes. Um, not in, uh. Night school. Yeah. That's no. an American jollo. Yeah. Like yeah. Fucking, um, I like that though because it's almost like it's not. It's in the black and white area. You know. Um. God damn it. Happy birthday to me mm-hmm. gets looked at as like an American giallo. Canadian. Canadian giallo, yeah. But it's like there's there's movies where you're gonna have those people who argue if it didn't come out in Italy, it's not a fucking giallo. dress to kill. Yeah, then you're gonna have people like, yeah, De Palma? Fuck. Fuck, fuck off. Yeah. Like Palma. I've
1: never seen an Argento film. Sure.
0: De Palma the whole thing is Hitchcock and Italian giallos. Like a lot of people say like, you oh, it's more it's more geared at he's 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 kind of ripping on Hitchcock. But it dude it fucking it's, it's basically a fucking Italian, uh, American giallo
1: yeah yeah done well but yeah that's uh, that's kind of where I'm at and like with stage fright it falls into that
0: that's a stage fright it's a straight up Italian slasher it is it is there's nothing giallo about it you know who the fucking killer is from rip
1: yeah but it's a classy slasher
0: yeah it's so good it's fucking amazing. But that's where the confusion comes in, because
1: it's got the slickness and the and the class and the great acting and the nice. It's shot so well.
0: That fucking scene. You don't
1: get that in Slasher's in '87, dude. That
0: scene where they're shining the flashlight down because they hear the noise, and he's just you just see the spotlight on him, fucking killing the homeboy, and he looks up. Dude, that's it. That sold that. I think. I think honestly, it was the the pickaxe in the beginning when they're in the rain the fucking cop and his fucking um home uh, homeboys the cop i'm like okay kill well, killer and then we get to the movie goes on we get to that scene where it's like the flashlight pointing down in the fucking hole and he just looks i'm like dude that those two things sold me on that movie 100% those just two scenes
1: there's a separate scene that sold me on it those are those are classic but that the sound that the axe makes when he slides it across the concrete floor yep, and then just decapitates the fuck out of that. (laughs) Oh god. The first time I seen it, it's like a decapitation that's well shot is good but I've seen that a hundred times with Savini. It was just the fucking double edged axe across the cement floor and that sound of just stone and metal. I'm like, ugh. That blunt force trauma. Like, oh, man. That's what's so I'm like, yeah. And then at the end, just the end when he's sitting in the fucking chair and the cat and the mm-hmm. feathers, I'm like, I'm not worthy, dude. Yeah. Stage fright. Excellent fucking movie. I might actually, that that's going on tomorrow or sometime soon. It's been a while since I've watched that. Excellent movie. Yeah, it's an amazing fucking movie. Also known as Bloody Bird and Aquarius. Yeah. Awesome fucking uh, awesome movie, man. Uh, So, yeah. Have you, uh, what have you been watching? I know you did the uh, Elvira gig. I missed that completely.
0: Watch the fucking Elvira special, which was uh, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, City of the Dead, uh, Messiah of Evil, and the original House on Haunted Hill.
1: The Vincent Price one.
0: Yeah. Excellent.
1: And uh City of the Dead, not to be confused with City of the Living Dead. This is yeah. from 62. City of the Dead, which is
0: also horror hotel. Yeah. the American title. Yeah, it was uh, a 60s movie. Awesome. Fucking yeah. It was it was awesome seeing her back looking goddamn just as good. She
1: does. Yeah. What a what a what a specimen. And like, uh Fuck
0: saw people online, I think maybe it was because I was watching, as I was uh, reading comments from like the last driving group, but they are like, well, is she not going to like chime in every once in a while in fucking these movies? We need to have a fucking host that, basically they are bitching that she doesn't do her shit the same way Joe Bob does his shit. It's like, bro, dude, have you not watched any movie macabre? Like that's not her fucking thing. No, She doesn't do it the same way he does. They're two different hosts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. they do shit two totally different ways.
1: Yeah. Although, I have some of the... On um, DVD, where she chimes in
0: during the movie. She has chimed in, like, during the movie. says, like, a line or two. And she pops in.
1: Yeah. See, I like
0: that. But She's, she did that during the special uh, a couple times. Okay. But, like, nothing... It's... it's they were, looking, they were thinking it was going to be, like, Joe Bob hosting a movie. Like, where stop Where they, they stop and it's him bullshitting for, like, she five minutes. She never was like yeah, that. Yeah, it was never a fucking thing, man. Like, little looking, like, lines here or there. They fucking, while the movie's still going, she's just, they cut to her and she's, like, doing something. But not saying anything, but you still hear the movie type yeah. of thing. Yeah, tol- just totally different fucking hosts, man.
1: Yeah, they're they're, they're completely different. Joe Bob's, like, the professor of horror. He knows all the fucking, like, rare facts, and he educates you on it. She's got the one-liners like Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> like a, you know what I mean? And that worked for... Like, that's killer. That's awesome. And, you know? <laughs> I mean, some of the shit she has said in the past is so fire and so fucking good that, like, they're, they're becoming classic now. I've seen a bunch of, like, the weird TikTok videos people make where they like make a video but they sample a sound clip um, from yeah. something and a lot of people are doing Elvira ones now <laughs> but using them in different scenarios and it's like okay she said that in 84 right and it's awesome now so like she was yeah and she's still like that she's never changed she's that that's been her gig for fucking 40 years so fucking big ups to Elvira dude I mean that's fucking cool to have a character that just is timeless like that. Like you know that shit's gonna outlive us. Yeah,
0: I mean that's oh, classic. Yeah. That's
1: classic, dude. So cool, man.
0: So yeah, watch that um, fucking Day of the Dead. Watch that again. Excellent. Can love that one. Um, started. <laughs> this is as far as I got with it. I haven't finished it. Uh, wanting to dig into. Argento's, like, lesser-known, more later stuff started with Trauma. It came out like, 93. Yes. Uh, so I watched that. Having, <laughs> haven't gotten any farther in that fucking journey, like, I need to check out fucking, The like Card Player and fucking Family Opera and fucking, uh, what was it, like, Say so You Like Hitchcock or Say You Love Hitchcock. I can't remember the actual title of it. They dip into that wax mask. That, too. Um, watch Body Bags. Excellent. It's a good one. And Madman. Madman Mars. Yeah. Cool. And then uh, Halloween Six. I think I watched that fucking twice. Yeah, me and you have been
1: like kind of like chopping it up about that movie the past month and a half.
0: To me, that was like a rediscovery because I've ignored it for so long that I kind of had like my view that I still like mean, I never really cared for that movie, and I. Uh, Watched So I decided to throw it on because I haven't watched it in so long. And I just kind of wanted to see, like, a halloween theme movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, no,
1: hey, I, hey, you got to admit, though, hey, to cut you off, but that one kind of has um sprinkled, like, peppered throughout, like, that Midwest.
0: Oh, 100%. Some does. of the
1: shots, like, especially when he's chasing the mom through the – and it's all in slow-mo, like, that has, like, that – overcast.
0: I think it's one of the first ones that was not shot in California. It actually was shot in the Midwest somewhere. That
1: makes sense because
0: it's got that
1: at times. Yeah,
0: like It, was, on it was one of the first ones actually shot in fall, but I honestly don't think it was in California. I okay. can't remember where it was at though. But yeah, uh, I don't mind it as much as I did. There's still aspects of it I don't like. The fucking ending sucks. Yeah. But it But that, that whole fucking production was just a goddamn cluster fucking a mess. Yeah, I know. There was no way a good movie was gonna come
1: out. Of was, that. There was no room for a slasher. Right Even now. the producer
0: cut, man. Like everybody's like, oh, the producer cuts the way to go. It's like, no, actually, they both are on par equally. Like, just there, there's ones that the producer cut. There's scenes that producer cut has that are like would be needed. Then there's scenes that the fucking other one the same way yeah it's like half half dozen one six and the other type of thing mm-hmm. uh, but overall yeah i dig it i still I, I guess i like it more than i used to like we were talking about it and you said you put it up there with like four and five i'd kind of put it in that wheelhouse i, it I kind of fits up there with those yeah
1: i uh it was a while ago that i was like you know man i don't dude like i had to come around my rediscovery was freddy's dead and that was Slasher David did that for me. Yeah. And then I tried telling you, like, I'm like, well, you know what? At one point, I think I did try to sell you on I like six better than five. And then I really kicked myself. So, I, to be all honest, where I'm at now is I put them right equal. Four is better than both of them, okay? Yeah. But five and six, I'm not going to say one's better than the other. I mean, five is eh. And to me, six is eh. But they're not bad. Yeah. It could be fucking worse, man.
0: Neither of them are fucking great, but... No, but, I mean, I fuck, you want
1: to... During October, you want to throw on a fucking... Dude, I would throw on Curse of Michael Myers, like, if I want to do, like, a fall-themed halloween theme thing, like, during...
0: Fuck, yeah, absolutely. And five, like, fuck it, why not, right? But Dude, our friend Dave fucking made a post about... Um, halloween 2, Mass, being the worst of the series. Everybody says four and five. He thinks the... Halloween Two mask is the worst mask. What's well, uh? Kind of wondering what your view on that one is. Uh,
1: okay. I'm gonna say this, and it's gonna sound really weird, but it's coming from the heart. I remember that is a heart attack, serious as a heart attack. When I first seen Halloween Two, I was a kid. I seen it before the original. There's a scene in Halloween Two where a door closes in the parking lot of the hospital, and you see his face in the rear, in the side mirror. When I was a kid, I thought that was a teddy bear. <laughs> like my eyes can... I'll never forget it. I thought that the killer... I had no like pre-notion pre of like Halloween, Michael Myers, none of that. I just remember seeing that movie, and then when they closed the door and you see his face... That mask is so fucking haggard. It's beat to shit, and the fucking hair is all... That it actually was a silhouette to me of a teddy bear face, which was fucking menacing to me. I was like, (laughs) oh my God. And then like looking back, that mask, I really like it because it's so beat up. It's almost like the later Jason... You know, like in part seven where every it's just so dirty and fucked up. And like I like that.
0: I will say the only thing that doesn't make sense with it being so <clears> beat up <throat> is that it's supposed to be a straight continuation from where he left off in part one. Why would that mask be that beat up? I
1: ask yeah, that doesn't make And why would the mask be so crispy in five when all the shit he went yeah. through in four? It's,
0: see, I have zero. See, that's the whole thing. That's why I
1: sent you that meme. Like,
0: yeah, part two doesn't bother me. That mask never bothered me at all part four did
1: I it still does it does and motherfucker
0: like we weren't we were promised the OG mask from the cover and the poster and everything of that movie and we got fucking like hoodwinked with this fucking surprised Michael Myers (laughs) catfished yeah we got catfished (laughs) by Michael Myers (laughs) motherfucker's skinny as hell his surprise eyebrows
1: you know who played uh, you know who was Michael Myers in four was Jason in New Beginning? It was the same guy? Yeah, uh, Roy Morga. So, so uh, you know, in five, the ambulance driver did not wear the Jason. They had a different guy do that. Yeah, he also was Michael Myers, and I think the fifth one and the fourth one, he's a super skinny guy. And you, and you see, uh, Friday the Thirteenth Five and. You see what he looks like there, yeah. And then you go to six, and it's C.J. Graham who fucking picks things up and puts them down. <laughs> he's fucking ripped. Everything's all form fitting. His pants, his like ass is gonna bust out of the fucking dickies that he's wearing and shit. So it's yeah. But the, the meme I sent you with the the cats in the van and the Texas Chainsaw massacre—it's like Halloween fans trying to uh, explain to Friday the Thirteenth and Nightmare on Elm Street fans the timeline of Halloween. Yeah. Like yeah, so uh, Jamie, she's muting this one. Like what the fuck? Like you try to get some kind of continuity with that, and with the mask that reflects that. Because the mask in four and five, and I'm going to be honest that those masks never bothered me. I never looked at it that way. But you're not the only one that's ever told me like those masks in the later ones are fucking bullshit. It's just a white well, bullshit,
0: crispy, clean white mask. There's you know, fucking like, there's fucking care. surprise eyebrows four. There's fucking five where it's like, is he sucking in his cheeks? Is he anorexic now? Because now he's all like narrowed. Pointy anime jaw, tiny lips, totally slick back hair. Zookeeper, He's but he has totally the fucking zoo- sickle, and that's like the cool thing about about that one, I guess. Oh, the sickle, yeah. And and then you, you just six kind of redeemed it. That yeah. was like a redeemable mask. yeah I will say that. And then
1: mask and six was better than four and five.
0: I just skip resurrection. As you should. H two O brought in the CGI mask.
1: And is a, definitely a watchable film if you're comatose. Or <laughs> <laughs> no, H2O is like, not good, but it's not. I would probably put that on. Resurrection, I will never put that movie on. H2O, I could probably be prompted to do so. With proper arm twisting, I would probably put that on. And it's been a long time since I've seen that one. But I remember when i seen it, it was right after Scream came out, and I was in, like, high school, and I was like, this... It was a cool movie. But then I was out of high school when Resurrection came out and said, fuck this, this sucks. Like, (laughs) it's pretty bad, so...
0: But, okay, so I guess my initial point was this, was... Okay, so our friend Dave's least favorite is Halloween Two, which, honestly, that's still... God damn it! That's surprising to me. If I'm, if I take Ishuo out of the equation because I just feel that's a low-hanging fruit because they CGI'd the mask. Yeah. Um, four or five, it's between four or five for me. What would what is in your opinion the worst Halloween mask?
1: I guess if I would have to pick one. Off the top of my head, because I don't remember the H two O one. I don't. I, I honestly don't remember it. Four would be the worst one, I think. I think four was the noticeable, just because it was such a jump from two. Yeah. And I like the haggardness of the second one and that weird teddy bear. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm telling you guys. I know it's gonna sound fucking crazy, and I'm not that drunk yet. That I seen a teddy bear in that side bearer, dude. When you're a kid, you I seen some fucking weird, shit, yeah, man. man. But I had a teddy rock spin too, and I couldn't sleep with it for a while after that and shit. It was like fucking weird. But then, like as I seen the movie go on, I noticed that it was actually a face with like a hair. You know what I mean? But like initially, it looked like a fucking teddy bear. So I must have had just sat down when that scene hit, and I'm like, like there's a fucking te- like in the music hits, you know the, yeah. the classic Carpenter, ding, you know, like. <laughs> it was like, what the fuck, man! So, in and, in and, and half my life or not half my life, my my childhood, I thought the second Halloween was the first one, and I also thought Jaws two was Jaws because those movies were on cable all the time at that time, and there was no such thing as destination television. <laughs> So it's not like, well, Halloween 2 starts at 8. No, it's just you happen upon it and the movie says already started and you just see a dude in a white mask with the fucking overalls on you're like, that's Michael Myers. I had never seen the first one. The second one was always on TV and I'm like, I thought that was Halloween.
0: Dude, I 100% can even, I can, because I've done it, where you see, you you saw the first one, but then you see just like the beginning of the second one and then years go on and you start blending in shit from the second one with the first one? Yeah. Because the beginning of the second one is basically <laughs> could be in the first one. Yeah, there was, that
1: was, and then, and then I always, Like you look
0: at the second one as the hospital. So if the shit in the beginning that's not in a hospital, as years go on, it starts getting muddled in with the first one and you're just like, that was in the first one, right? It's like, no, that was the beginning of the second one
1: yeah before you're in the know you're watching the first one waiting for the hospital footage and it never comes
0: <laughs> Or like, like waiting oh, for oh, like the scenes movie. like to happen like right before that like what was it the fucking kid, kid with fucking the fucking razor blade in the apple Yeah, a couple other scenes uh the fucking uh old couple oh yeah the night of the living dead sandwich making you want a cheese yeah sandwich
1: <laughs> classic dude Oh, and like Jaws, growing up until I, you know, I just. Jaws was Jaws. And the way you killed Jaws was you had him bite down on an uh, underwater cable. And then years later, I see a fucking, like, tank full of flammable fucking gas shot with a. You know, like. Oh, that's the original Jaws. I thought Jaws 2 was the original. And then uh, another boring story from Steve. Uh, there was a recorded VHS with Freddy's Revenge on it. And me and my brother used to put the blanket over the TV. Mm-hmm. I had never seen any of the fucking Nightmare on Elm Streets. I thought Freddy 2 was Nightmare on Elm Street. We my, watched it every... Uh, there was a summer we watched it every fucking day.
0: My first memory of Friday the 13th is part two. Uh Nightmare The in Elm Street. pool party. Oh, yeah. Nightmare, uh, yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street. So, yeah, it's, it's part two. It's the pool party.
1: Yeah, well, that is, there's so many memorable, like, the tennis balls and shit attacking. Like, mm-hmm. like as a kid, you're like, dude, it's so cool, right? And then the, the claws across the back in the shower and yeah. the whole thing. And, like, I just always thought that was Nightmare on Elm Street. I connected Freddy with that one, and then, like, when I seen Dream Warriors, it was game over. I think one of the last ones I seen was the original. And I was, like, 10 or 11, whatever, like, later on. But me and my brother must have watched fucking Nightmare on Elm Street 2. And I just remember getting the school bus on the fucking, like... Yeah. With the lightning. And it's fucking scary as fuck. I'm like, dude, okay. So, like, that was, you know... So that's just weird how my brain works.
0: Dude, I think, like, um, when you're a kid, you watch horror movies and it made it made may not be because you're like, oh, I fucking love horror. But it's like, it's horror movies. It's exciting. You watch them. And as you grow older, you either, there's like a fork in the road. And you're either going to fucking take the one way where you start like really getting into horror, which is when you're going to start really fucking trying to like research and get into and watch movies. And you fucking hold on to those. You, you, you suddenly remember memories like, holy fuck, dude. Watching the fucking gate. God damn it. That's oh. fun killer. Or you go down the other path where you just you don't give a fuck and you just watch whatever movie you see and you're just like, Oh yeah. I remember watching this. Yeah. Clearly yeah. we like me and you and I'm sure most people that fucking listen to us went down the the other path where you just fucking start really digging into fucking horror. Oh for sure. Just
1: to like yeah. Fairweather horror fans never mentioned the gate. Because they didn't go down that route. The gate's not even that underground of a movie. It's a pretty yeah. well-known movie, but like, if you talk to a fair weather, like someone who only watches horror movies this month, talk to somebody like in
0: their the thirties who had HBO when they were a kid, yeah. and if they don't hmm. know they watched the gate, they they watched the gate. You could describe scenes from it, and then eventually they'll be like, "I remember watching that because yeah. it was on fucking HBO daily." Yeah, and that's, that's that's another thing I was gonna get to. Like you were talking that about how. Yeah, yeah. You're talking about how, like, uh, you'd see, like, Jaws 2 and was Jaws, and that's what happens when you're fucking... grow up with fucking normal cable where before they had the fucking preview channel before they showed you what the movie was at the bottom. The guide, yeah. Yeah, before the guide was at the bottom. You turn on a fucking channel unless you had the TV guide, the actual magazine. You don't know what the fuck you're watching. Very cool time to be
1: alive and to be a kid when you turn the TV on and once the three seconds of weirdness, blackness is over and it actually projects a picture on your TV. A kid that looks like you and is your age opens his hands and there's a fucking eyeball in the palm of his hand. You're like, wait a minute, what is this? Or a fucking telephone melts into the wall.
0: There is still a movie I'm trying to figure out what the fuck it was. Two months I got you, Bender. (laughs) I'm still trying to figure out what a movie was that I watched forever ago. Because I got we, that shit, man. Are we getting into that again? I'm not getting. I'm not going to get into it. We're not delving into this. But we just know that there is a movie that I watched. I caught it like midway through. Didn't even watch the whole thing, so only caught basically the middle. But it was before like the guide and all that shit existed. I don't know what the fuck this movie is, man. I'm still hunting for this movie. <laughs> is it the forty bottle one? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm on. I'm with you. I'm with you. We're gonna find it. I'll figure out. I owe out. you a receipt for this fucking uh, Tiny Tim movie. Blood Harvest fucking, or uh, whatever the fuck. What is that? Is it Blood Harvest? Yeah, yeah. What am I thinking a Blood Lake is not, that's... I, I, I'm getting them confused. Blood Lake was the SOV one that's yeah. not that great. <laughs> Blood <laughs> Harvest, though, yeah, it was one of those ones. I stayed at Chuck's house at, in the summertime, and I'm like, there's this clown, and there's people being slaughtered in a fucking barn, and...
0: I remember sitting out on my front <laughs> porch and seat. you brought it up and mm-hmm. I was like,
1: blood harvest. Yeah. Oh my God. What a fucking mess, dude. Like,
0: so yeah. you got all stoked. Like, wait, wait, and is it? Then,
1: and then it's on tubing. and I put it on and I just fucking like astral projection, like just my <laughs> mind. I'm like, yes. So yeah. And, and this all stemmed from the uh, Halloween two mask and how my brain perceived it. So just to reel <laughs> you guys back in. But Dave, listen, dude, I understand why you would say two is the worst. It's, a, it's all a matter of preference. I guess if I, I. don't mind any of them, but the fourth one, I'd guess if I had to choose, it, it would be the worst one. The first one's fucking fire, dude. The, the original yeah. f- is fire, dude. You know what I mean? I get more picky with the hockey mask than I do with. And I really hate the Freddy makeup in five. And, you know, it's like. Like they cut corners and he doesn't look as bad. He looks—it looks like a rubber fucking latex thing. So that's the thing. He uh, was like I, wet as fuck in the first two. Had that like wet burned
0: fucking. Yeah. Yeah. With uh, with mm. like the major franchises, major like slasher franchises. Uh, Halloween is like the low-hanging fruit on picking apart like the mask in the appearance, because. Friday 13th, it's fucking Hockey Mass. Like, yeah, shit kind of changed a little bit, but it's still... It re- it's, it's pretty much resembles what the movie before it was. So it didn't change drastically. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street, same thing. Not a Mass, but it's the makeup. And it pretty much stayed fairly regular for the most of it. And there was, oh, like, yeah. those one-offs where it's, like, like five. Like, what the fuck did they fucking do? Yeah, but five... But Halloween was, like... Halloween is a franchise in general, just... Is a goddamn clusterfuck.
1: It is, and there's a new one coming out, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. But yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. Even like Leatherface didn't really stray too far away from uh, the original concept of of Leatherface, which is cool.
0: Leatherface. Okay, so the first first one, it looked like how it was supposed to look. It's supposed to be fucking like a face. Part two. I like I really like part 2. I fucking love that movie. Mm-hmm. But you can tell that was a mask made by a special effects artist, Savini. Yeah. You or, can uh, but you can tell like it doesn't look like a fucking face. It looks like a, a special effects artist designed that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Savini did the mask for two. He did all the special yeah, effects and all makeup. the shit. Um, Leatherface looked cool in the third one.
0: Mm-hmm. you were pissed. Um, but uh, yeah, dude, so, I've been seeing a lot of people mm-hmm. lately dogging that one, like, the, like Leatherface. I just watched it for
1: the first time this year. That honestly still surprises me. And I did that because of you, because you're like, dude, you have. I I always was a fan of the Lost Rocket. You know what I mean? And like, I don't know why I never. I don't know why I never watched it. I just that it's almost like Army of Darkness kind of thing first time I seen that was like a year and a half ago I stayed away from it because that's how much I love the first two that I do not want to fuck up Halloween's the only franchise where I don't give a fuck I'll watch Halloween kills it ain't gonna ruin the first one for me like it ain't gonna ruin the second one or the third one for me but like I get kind of touchy when it comes to like you know some of those franchises but oh and just on that on that thing dude stitched up fucked up stupid fucking Chucky can eat a dick okay <laughs> the first three movies Chucky was fucking frightening dude like the baby ass faced
0: little I, I doll I got into a fucking conversation with somebody about this not too that. long ago they said they man. started getting into like the later stuff and I'm like dude first three it's like oh three's like horrible from what I heard like it's da 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 I'm like no see no first three is three is the last decent one correct fuck everything else after that it becomes a parody of what it was yeah it becomes a comedy. It becomes a horror comedy, basically. Yeah, but when people say, oh, "Dude, three was terrible," I'm like, "Okay, have you seen Bride of Chucky? Yeah, have you seen Seed of Chucky,
1: Cult of Chucky, the remake of Chucky? Fuck all that. <laughs> and now there's a series coming out. Yeah, I just seen a fucking ad for it the other day. Like, uh, I don't even know where it's streaming. It's like. on Sci-Fi. Yeah, yeah, Sci-Fi or something and they're using the original looking Chucky face yeah they
0: they decided to bring him back I guess
1: I seen it and I'm like why is there a Chucky ad? it's like a season premiere episode one and I'm like oh fuck here we go okay
0: and if he's all about fucking child's play hey man those
1: first two are great dude I actually might prefer the second one over the first one slightly and the third one is what's the third one but fucking Eon's better than anything
0: what it became yeah like you take those first three as their like standalone trilogy and then after that it becomes there's Child's Play and then Chucky so there's yeah. the Child's Play trilogy Nightmare on Elm Street and there's Freddy and then there's Chucky and there's Friday the
1: 13th and there's Jason movies yeah that's how you that's, I mean honestly yeah okay okay now follow me on this We'll wrap this up soon. <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre, mm-hmm. Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two,
0: mm-hmm. Leatherface, Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Three,
1: Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two, Army of Darkness. I get fucking hesitant because I'm when like, when they change, here the we thing. fucking <laughs> nah, Okay, man, like, like no, I get it. And I've been like that since a kid. I'm like, it can't be good because it's not they changed dead. the fucking name man. i didn't even know army of darkness was an evil dead fucking movie i thought it was its own thing these fucking kids that lived two doors down they're like fuck it. this is my boomstick i'm like what the fuck are you talking about dude and they loved it and this was before i seen evil dead and even knew what ash this is i didn't even know what evil dead was and they loved this movie called army of darkness and i never watched it and then years and years later i'm like evil dead cool evil dead 2 better wait a minute Army of Darkness is an Evil Dead movie and then like I see the shop S-Smart fuck off I'm like
0: it's <laughs> <laughs> just be like it's
1: fucking rowdy and I'm like fuck this shit and I remember going to see Bride of Chucky with some friends Garrett being one of them a mutual friend of ours when uh, we got dropped off and shit when it was a new movie and I was like oh it's a new fucking Child's Play movie but that was like Bride of Chucky and I, I hated it then I hated it and I'm like this I would rat. I like three better. I'm like the last one I had seen was three, which wasn't that good, but it was still kind of cool. And then I seen this one, and I'm just like, "What the fuck?" Still
0: fit it? with the series at that point. Three still fit with the series at that it point. It did. It did.
1: Yeah. And Andy was, you know, like, like there's no there was no Andy in it. It's the chick from Liar Liar. Fucking Wake Up Sisters. There's no such <laughs> thing as a weaker sex. I'm like, what are we fucking doing? Then there's a chick, Chucky. He's fucking married. I'm like, Dude. Tilly's in it. Well, that's the chick from Liar Liar. This
0: oh, yeah. she. I, I, honestly, I blanked that she was. The fact that my client's been the, fucking, yeah. than the Seattle <laughs> slew is irrelevant. I, I, forgot, she I forgot that she agreements. was. I forgot she was in Liar Liar she as was. the fucking uh, defendant or who he was defending. <laughs> God, about that? Yeah. In
1: what would Tina Turner say? Hit me again, I can this time put steak on it. <laughs> put some stank on it. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just remember seeing that, but the soundtrack at the time was, I guess, cool. I guess, whatever.
0: I <laughs> guess it had all the, the Slayer, Who's Who of New Metal on there. No,
1: Slayer was on there. Priest was on there. Uh, oh, shit, really? Yeah. Shitty Priest, though. Okay. It was Ripper Owens. And it was Colorado. definitely a 98 Ripper yeah, Owens priest. say probably Shitty Slayer, too, then. Actually, the
0: Slayer song wasn't too bad, but. God Hates Us All era? Way before. Before? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, God Hates Us All was like 2000s. Yeah, this was like '98. Yeah.
1: So it was still kind of like '90s Slayer. See, oh, to me, I yeah. think Cold Chain. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just remember the soundtrack. dude. every fucking like ten minutes, there was like a snippet of a song. And oh, it was all metal.
0: metal! Oh, dude. And when i I'm really glad that that whole thing in horror movies ended, where it's like we're gonna have the soundtrack. So what we're gonna do is. Instead of having a score in a movie, we're going to do snippets of the songs on the soundtrack like in two the people movie. people
1: sitting in a car talking, and the radio's real quiet, Jesus but it's a fucking, st- like, yeah.
0: They do, like, a cut between scenes where it's, like, the the crane shot down into, like, the diag of the college, and it's, like, Colchammer's Loco or something, <laughs> like, fucking playing. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> yeah, like, they do it for, like, 20 seconds, and then... It's like yeah. Instead of doing a fucking score, let's just take the bands we have on the soundtrack. <laughs>
1: yeah, that was a thing, but that was like that uh, post-scream.
0: Yeah. It's, yeah. Thank you, Scream, for in bringing up all this goddamn garbage into I, the fucking industry. Dude, I
1: watched fucking Valentine a couple months ago, and they are going to this dance of their high school reunion, and like they walk in and Static X is playing. <laughs> <laughs> and I straight took a fucking step back into 99, like, whoa! <laughs> evil Disco Went to a fucking <laughs> Wisconsin death trip, I'm, like, man. <laughs> 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 I'm fucking like, he's beatboxing and he's scatting and I'm losing it, man. <laughs> so anyway... I'm not even going to get into what I've been watching and shit. I don't even care. But I do want (laughs) to let everyone know. Uh, (laughs) I want to let everybody know, and this is a real fucking tip, that I am a fucking huge fan of Midnight. I've been listening to them for like a week now, and I'm really regretting that I slept on them as long as I did. I'm just in this weird mood where it's the perfect music for, like, the change of weather and the change of seasons and shit. Midnight's midnight. amazing, dude. I haven't heard anything that I don't like, and it's fucking really good shit. And uh, uh, mostly slow shit. I've been kind of digging up the, uh, like, the Bell Witch and uh, you know, Doomier stuff, I guess, man. But uh, Midnight. Definitely got to do the Midnight thing. Uh, so, yeah. Jam that shit. And uh, some Bell Witch, like the Four Phantoms era. And uh, I think that's about it. I don't think. Oh, and uh, hey, new Acid Witch is about. Yes.
0: A bomb, fucking spooky Volume would, 2 is getting I would,
1: released. I would be a miss on October 2nd if I did not bring up the fact that Acid Witch has some new shit out. Slasher Dave has some new shit out.
0: Fucking Jack-O-Lantern
1: Murders. Yeah. It's fucking. Uh, Halloween in the Midwest, man. The witches fucking uh, got some rules for you. Listen to the witch, man. Oh yeah. Fucking <laughs> little light corner this fucking fat asshole. It smells like it's fucking Miller time according to this fucking fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, fucking stop fucking around. Listen up, man. <laughs> hey, you, stop fucking around. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been jam- Okay, I've been jamming a lot of acid witch too. Yeah. The last like week, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's cool, man.
0: As soon as there's a crisp in the air. and could, Those two rainy days. That, that one day could happen like October 2nd, and I'm like, it could be like a, a weird 65-degree day. I'm like, acid witch. Sounds good today.
1: That happened last week. Uh, Tuesday and Wednesday was trenchal Downpour, and it was mid-60s. Yeah. And I didn't work one of those days, and my boss called me, and he's like, yeah, we're not going to work today. And I'm like, all right. I got up, got ready for work, and shit. I work outside all right, I don't know why I did that. I put on Acid Witch and it just like, opened up the curtains, and uh, just looked outside. Like, dude, it's uh, we're almost into Acid Witch season. <laughs> like, I'm stoked, man. If you leave like some shake, maybe a five pack of Strohs, and like a fifth of Old Crow, just stems from an eighth of mushrooms. Like the caps are gone, but the stems and a little bit of the shakes left under your pillow. You gotta the leave acid like, which will come and bless you. You gotta leave like a shot of old crow. Okay, hey. That's the only thing that's missing. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, uh... That's, uh...
0: If the name Rouge doesn't come. Shake, stems, shot of old crow. The witch will visit you. Stroh's. Stroh's. Which like The witch <laughs> one is it. Yeah. And
1: we're not talking Bohemian style. We're talking fucking Strohs. The witch will come.
0: I almost hate that they do what they do so well because you you're not getting bands that try to ride their coattails as much. Yeah. Because there's... they're so fucking them that it's gonna be very obvious that you're kinda of on their dick. Yeah, because like uh you got the mortician, but then you
1: got like the fright mare. But then you got Bloodfreak. But then you got you know. It's like like you. And can, they're all good in their own right, but like there's like a small niche of that. Acid Witch, no one fucking comes close. There's no one that does. Bands
0: that. can touch. Bands can fucking suck on uh, Electric Wizard's dick all day. Correct. And it's like, oh well, yeah, I may kind of sound like them, but I'm like Doom and da da da. But if you fucking try to do that with Acid Witch, it's gonna be like, no, you sound exactly like fucking Acid Witch, dude. Just yeah, fuck off
1: there's only one witch, man
0: which which is it's cool but it sucks because it's like now you're at the mercy for when fucking Dave and Tim want to fucking write and release shit
1: yeah but everything that's come out in the past two
0: years has been awesome
1: everything they've done has been great yeah they've never put out a release that hasn't been just absolutely five out of five stars
0: styles changed few releases but it's honestly good Mm -hmm. there's nothing negative there nope
1: it's all good stuff man I have not nothing bad to say about Acid Witch, and I love listening to him in October. It definitely fits the uh, the mood and attitude of Midwest Halloween
0: time. I love putting on something new by them, and then hearing like the uh, usually oh well, is it like with like with Evil Sound Scrammers, the fucking safety videos, Halloween safety videos. I'm like oh that's that one, yeah. Oh that's that one, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, first time I fucking the
1: first time I heard acid, which he, was the stone rec- was the stone record. And he's like, and he mentioned Lizzie Borden, Fastway, and I'm like, wait a minute, these guys are on a different. Uh... I I didn't, and then the intro with the fucking striking back at the world. The oh, else. fucking um, that's the infamous dude that voiced over all the occult fucking uh, docs and. It's like, on the
0: movie, one I put out. Uh, the occult experience. Yeah,
1: yeah, he did a slew of those fucking things back then. Cause that voice is just like, man, what a fucking killer band that is. And just every release is fire. So definitely check out. They got a split coming out. And uh,
0: Slasher Dave has some new solo stuff
1: coming out. It's all good.
0: Yeah, that fucking split with Vol- uh, Vault, Wraith. Vault Wraith is available right now on fucking Hell's Headbangers. Three different colorways. You should yeah. probably just buy one of each. Yeah, yeah support
1: that shit, man.
0: And then, yeah, Slasher Dave stuff. Uh, this is Bandcamp. Uh, check Bellyache Records. Uh, also bangers uh,
1: for the Acid Witch stuff.
0: Well, for Acid Witch Hellside Bangers for Slasher Dave stuff, check Bellyache Records. Yeah, They have stuff that you can pre-order. Uh, I think he still has some stuff. He's still on Bellyache? Yeah. He says uh, solo Shit. He did the one album on... um. What the fuck was that goddamn label? 20 bucks Spin. He did the one album on 20 bucks Spin and then went back to doing them. By himself and putting him out with belly ache. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. He, he did fr- fr- frights. frights on twenty bucks bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Everything's belly ache after that. I'll definitely see. I plan on carving some pumpkins at some point this month and jam and slasher Dave. I'd kind of do that every year. So.
0: It's a way to do it. Spook house. and Fucking oh, tomb of horror.
1: Yeah, fucking carving pumpkins, pumpkin guts. But yeah, man. Well, that's uh. Yeah, we're gonna. We're going to land this fucking... Land this
0: plane. Land this plane. Uh, Check out, just just as a quick, check out all the fucking new pre-orders and releases from Vinegar Syndrome. You 100% will not be disappointed. I'll just put it at that. I'm not going to dive into what they're doing, but I'll just say you are not... They're they're hitting on some fucking choice shit, and they're kind of across boards. Just do it. Fuck yeah, dude. Check out Vinegar Syndrome in general.
1: Just do it. Just uh, Google that shit. So, yeah, we're going to we're gonna sign up, man. Thanks for listening and uh, fucking watch the Funhouse and listen to Acid Witch, dude.
0: Yeah, I kind of want to give a shout out fucking uh, this, this uh, newer show kicking off, Twitch of the Death Nerve.
1: That's a podcast. Yeah. Uh, and if I ever had a voice doppelganger. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding.
0: No, but definitely check them out.
1: Yeah, they. Uh, I heard a snippet today, and I'm like, well, these guys are kind of on the same level of, I guess, what we're into, like as far as like uh, movie selection and.
0: As far as movie selection goes, as far as kind of style, where it's just people bullshitting about movies. Yeah. Kind of <laughs> chopping them up about the movie. Yeah. They're right in there. They don't fucking do fucking goofy fucking characters and weird names, and it's just laid back talking about the fucking movies man
1: yeah it's fucking hang time man I, uh, I'm actually going to binge a few of their fucking episodes so uh, shout out to the Twitch of the Death Nerve podcast
0: yeah check those guys out until then man um, we are uh, again running low on uh, keep gore cheap shirts we still have koozies and we still do have koozies so if you guys want to hit us up for merch hit us up for merch as soon as we get rid of what we have uh, I don't think we're going to restock keep gore cheap stuff Maybe I don't know. I don't know we want to reprint. We want to print some new shit. So I don't know if I'm going to reprint the KeepCore cheap shit. I think we were going to try to reinstall some new design. So no, we have the yeah, one. So happening. we got some
1: shits a popping behind the scenes, guys. Stay tuned for that year. We'll see you.
0: I'll right, see you guys.